I'm Maddie. I am Ryan. And this episode, we have moved on from Spike Cam, which was Ryan Pagella's origin story with the video camera, to Maddie Meyer's origin <laughs> My story. My origin story? Yeah, writing online. Okay. I, I was going to argue sure. that it's you on Live Journal, but it could have very well been me. I, it could have been any of us. I So this is an entire episode about Kitty Pride writing an email, actually, to her parents. But they should have had oh, a Live what it Journal. Is? Yes, I the very, very beginning of it is her saying, Dear Mom and Dad. And then oh, it's never mentioned again at all that that's what the context of this is. Yeah, but I feel like just... they were just a little bit afraid of her having a blog. I mean, that wouldn't really make any sense. Like, who the fuck could read it? Because yeah, it's also, all, like, secret information. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, this is the mutant ages where we review every adaptation of the X-Men. Right. Bada-bing! <laughs> Bada-boom. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. Valley would make sense for all the X-Men to like air out their mission thoughts publicly and, like, on have live journal. journals. And, yeah, like, they would even I mean, have... I guess she could have a private journal where she's yeah. doing this, but then like for the X-Men who she's talking shit about on her journal, which again, okay. we would do and did do yeah. for each other. I was, gonna be, I was gonna be like, what are you talking about? I did. I know. Well, I this she asshole. reminds me more of you because... Like, because this gives... is the shit I did. I would like well, write a detailed live journal post being like... Here's my issues with all my friends. Okay, but I, I also and did that. if anybody reads this and responds to it, then I'll know they took the criticism, which is constructive, from me. And it's like just me being a <laughs> fucking asshole and everyone being like, Maddie, why did you do this? I don't okay. know. I eventually stopped doing that. I forgot that, that you went through that phase in, when you were a teenager, when you was, were like giving quote so unquote constructive criticism. Yeah, but it would but be like, rude. <laughs> like, it would just be me being like, Everyone's ugly. I don't know. I was terrible, but it was because I also hated myself. Mine was worse because at least I didn't allude to it being some sort of like constructive criticism. Right. I would just be you like, didn't try to pretend you were helping. No, I would just be like, so and so is a bitch, and I don't understand why they're even angry at me. And I'm just gonna like <laughs> read, uh, say us horrible shit. Uh, anyway, now we're gonna go hang out, and they yeah, would be mad. I feel like when all I would... of your live journal posts were, I don't understand why everyone's angry at me. Like just variations <laughs> on that. Okay. So I have legitimately thought about this and I don't know when or what time period in life we could even do this is do a podcast called My Live Journal. Oh, and God. it's just us rereading that shit. Because I to me, I don't think I could do that because you could do it with mine because I'm OK. I've gone back and read all of mine and I've been like, this is crazy, but I laugh at most of mine it. You know? is mostly sad. I feel like it wouldn't be funny. Uh, like a lot of mine is like I'm depressed. Like, I mean, just, there's a lot of that in there too, except that it's me and I get attacked by like demons in the middle of an entry. So it's sure. like, I mean, there's a know. lot of like overlap with 
our sensibilities in the time period, our gothiness. But I, I feel like a lot of mine was actually a quite serious and not funny. You were you were at least sort of doing the Kurt Wagner thing of like trying to put a funny spin on it, even when you were sad. I know but I, I would be I like, feel like I didn't I didn't have that in me. I was the dark, dark Phoenix all the way. So. Oh, yeah, you were. Well, I was Archangel. <laughs> so it was like it, would, it was very worth Worthington where in one second I'd be talking about how great my day was and how great I am because I also was like on a pedestal at the time. Uh-huh. So I'd be like you were like this vacillating is... between like the high self-esteem and the intense low self-esteem that you truly felt, you know, yeah, like it that's was like classic really awful. But I, I've gone back and read some of it and there are parts like that where it's embarrassing, but it also gave me a little insight as to sort of why I was as unhinged. Because if you go back and read that stuff, you kind of oh, see. Yeah. I can totally see it in my case as well. Yeah. Like what was really going on? Yeah. At the time, you're like, I, you're writing this shit that makes no sense. But then I like go back and read it and I was like, oh, this thing was happening in the background. And it was clearly so stressful that yep. it was creating like Archangel to come out. But that's yeah. not what Kitty Pride is writing about in this. And this is also not <laughs> as gay as Spike Cam, unfortunately. Although it is pretty it's gay. It's not. It's kind of gay. It's kind of gay. I mean, I mean it's Wolverine. also mostly about Wolverine. I feel like the reason they came up with this Kitty Pride live journal framing device is because the story of Wolverine and Weapon X, which we've seen a thousand times at this point, it's not interesting. And I feel like even the writers of X-Men Evolution were like not interested in it like that's kind of how this episode comes yeah, across like, to it, me it, it comes it, off that way too it, it, to the point where they're like we're gonna do weapon x real quick and then we're gonna yes. kill everybody there and then we're never gonna we're revisit never it, gonna again, touch on it show. again like it's and it's truly we're gonna do weapon x real quick like it is one episode i don't think it i hope it doesn't come back i know x23 is on this show which is sort of an interesting oh that's right but thing. at that point isn't that like a hydra thing i don't remember i thought it was still a weapon x thing i could be wrong because in this in this episode they they hint at the clone idea. No, it's a Logan? Hydra thing because then fucking Vi- Madam Hydra is in season three or is four or whatever. Is that who it turns out commissioned the adamantine yeah. claws in this universe is Hydra? Uh, I don't remember. I just remember that. they hint at that as well. And they're like, it's not just Weapon X on its own. There's someone else who was funding it all. They were clearly trying to set this up to slowly event- like introduce the ideas that the Avengers could also be in this universe sure. because uh, somewhere fine. in season I mean, three... <laughs> <laughs> like, technically well, I know. they are right so that's but okay. like i don't think they really super exist yet and also right. i know they had just introduced like captain america in season three or something so sure they're there and nick fury is in season three so i but so they were sort of painting a wider universe that if the show had continued they would have played right. with that idea more yeah i mean the more that i analyze this show for this show, for the Mutant Ages, yeah. I find myself really seeing where this show was going and exactly where they just got cut off and had to yeah, stop. That uh, sucks. Yeah. And I remember thinking that when I was younger, but I was, I mean, as much as I was invested in it as at the time, it was kind of like, well, that sucks. But let's move on. But I'm yeah. at the point now where I'm like, I don't know if we'll ever see a season five. It, who even knows? Because at this point, we kind of go back and do continuations of series now like 20 years later that's a thing we do now which is Uh, so weird i feel like for this show in particular it's so of its time i mean i kind of said that about x-men the animated series when we were talking about that show coming back i was like how do you do it without acknowledging the past 30 years or whatever like that seems crazy and this one is still it's just 20 years but i'm still like so much has happened like it doesn't 
because like even in terms of technology it's like they would yeah. have to suddenly all have iphones and pretend well, like that a makes year no went by sense and it's also like all the characters would need to be aged up if you're gonna have it in the present day and just be like well what's happening? i don't, well, I, I don't think they're something. gonna do that though i, think, I don't either okay, i don't either I, but anyway i have a toying with the idea of if i i don't know if i'll do this but we'll see maybe making an archive of our own mutant ages channel where our author page where i just write out season five in script format and really like you should i bet there's a ton of examples of it too like if you were to look at that site i bet a lot of people have tried it oh i'm sure but like you know my background i have a lot of screenplay writing and it'll be like kind of fun honestly i've already it would just be fun for you to do why not but like you can see what's gonna happen it's like the idea of rogue versus captain marvel was eventually gonna happen but you have mm-hmm. to be like, okay, so how would have that worked? Because obviously she doesn't work for Mystique anymore. But I'm like, well, no. But in season four, she accidentally kills Mystique and then feels bad about it. So then Mystique would she play just that have in a little favor. goth arc and be like, oh, maybe I'm bad now. And I'm going to be a bad girl with Gambit. Yeah, right? I mean, like, it, that's rogue for you. Yeah, she doesn't really yeah, know. Sure. Like, I don't know. I, I just, it seems to me that they were setting it up for so much. And, you know, the more I think about it, I think about like, lance for example and how i think they probably were gonna reveal that he was actually richter or something and his dad was like the original avalanche or something and kind of wreck on it you know Mm. there's just like all this weird stuff that i'm noticing this time around where i'm like wow there's a lot of setup here and i think that's kind of the case of weapon x also where in this i mean we'll get to it but like essentially weapon x is already gone and like this is the remnants of it and he deals with it and he doesn't really figure out what happens but we don't meet like Maverick or Silver Fox or anything like that. We don't but Sabretooth is there of course. Right. Which I guess is the implication is that Sabretooth is also a product of Weapon X although they don't spell that out here. Right but also like we meet X-23 later so we know that there's going to be some come around on that and I think X-23 was actually going to eventually be sort of the segue in for Wolverine to remember what happened to him. You know mm. what I mean? And sort of like, remember Silver Fox, remember Maverick. I mean, yeah. it's just, this show was very slow. It like, and I appreciate it about it because there's so many characters in the X-Men universe. And I think this show is the only one that has spent any reasonable amount of time with them, except for X-Men in the animated series who had their seven core characters who we love, but that's all we got. We never mm-hmm. got to like really explore Mystique or even Magneto or any of the Brotherhood, you know, like yeah, we're not you get spending like one time. to two episodes total, as opposed to this show where it's like there's kind of the same amount of characters so far anyway, but we've gotten to know all of them really well. And it's only right. been like ten episodes. Right. And in season two, we are introduced to the new mutants, and even they sort of like they start off as background characters, but eventually sort of get their spotlights and build on that because this show is taking the time to do that. And I Mm -hmm. think that's ultimately also why it sort of failed when it did, because people were like not as interested in X-Men anymore. And it was not like this show was moving at a super fast speed. So they're probably like, nobody cares about this. But I mean, and that's that's unfortunate because even with current, like, say, Netflix, where they are doing really well with the show and everyone's like, I can't believe the show is going so well. And then they just cancel it and nobody really understands why. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess it's because not enough people watched it, which I well, think they just is probably also the true of this show. I don't right. know that that many people watched it when it was on. I'm guessing, I, you I don't know, know, but you have to I, look into this. I disagree with that only because so many people have written well, then why in. Why was it canceled? It's a number. Also, thing. like Brian, the people who write into our show okay, are but a like, biased sample of X-Men fans. Okay, because How about we recap the show because we've been talking for 12 minutes about the idea of recapping uh, X-Men it. and Evolution Season 5. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway. 
Because there's not a lot <laughs> happening in this episode, so we're just going to jam some content there in here. There actually is not very much that happens in this episode. I would say that's my only criticism of it. It moves so slowly, which I, again, I agree with you. I think that's a good thing for this show. But this episode, the, it's like they didn't quite have enough to say. Like, there I isn't think, quite I think enough they could have done more with it. I think here's I the agree. thing. I think, I think they, they wanted could have to... put in Silver Fox. I think there's plenty of room for Silver I don't, Fox okay, in this episode. Okay, but I don't necessarily think they needed to do that. I think well, this sure, is specifically... I, I mean, they, they, needed, they could have put in another subplot because okay, there's sure. only like one thing happening and it's like, Kitty writing a live journal entry about but, Logan. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think this is supposed to be an episode that took from the comic books, like Kitty Pride's relationship with Wolverine. And this is supposed to be a building yeah. episode for that. And I think what, here's my problem. I, I like that it's Kitty and Kurt who go after him in this episode. However, mm-hmm. they don't do anything with Kurt. So it's like, he doesn't even need to be there. And it's like, I they know. only just use him as like a voicing board for Kitty and her thoughts. But really, it would have been more interesting if they if had If it was just both, her, yeah. Well, if it was just her or if they had them both, like, trying to help. Because Kurt's just really in the background of this. He you is. Know? He is. He may as well not be there. And you're right. right. Like, that would have been a way into having another plot line would be if Kitty yeah. and Kurt actually had a plot line together in this app. As they opposed don't. to just and standing there being the Greek chorus for, like, Logan panicking. But, like, also the doctor's like, our bait's here. So we're going to, like, basically. Okay, that was stupid. I was like, you didn't know they were going to be here. Like, why are yeah. you acting like you planned for Kitty and Kurt to be with Logan and on this little weapon And also these two characters, thing? like, that are the only ones possibly in the universe who can easily evade Logan because they could just, like, disappear. I that was kind of interesting. Because, well, whatever. We're skipping all around. Okay, so let's let's start the episode. Okay, we are. Okay, so this episode's called Grim Reminder. Previously on the X-Men, this is X-Men Evolution. All the X-Men are children except for just Wolverine. So Yep, who is who is still the exact same guy, except also not. I shouldn't even say that for this episode because they actually do change some some things for him here. But um Logan is having a dream. We don't know that it's a dream at first. We think it's just a classic flashback, but he's he's in the green weapon X2. I mean, uh, those are he's kind of the same. He's wearing his undies. He's he it's all classic. We've all seen it before. He slices his way out of there he kneels on the ground like the terminator he dramatically he screams stands up. in the he snow screams. he howls he turns around he sees saber they start fucking he wakes up it's a wet dream <laughs> wait wait but hold on can we talk about the fact that there's like he's having this flashback and then at some point in the flashback he's running he falls on the ground and has a flashback about what happens there's like a flashback within the flashback i think that's just how they drew it but and it's supposed to be like dream logic where he's just having all these different flashes of different events like i don't know that was how i took it but yeah I don't know. it was I definitely just, like, like there's too many flashbacks really happening really cramming all of wolverine's classic stuff into one moment and then he wakes up dramatically and he's in the axe mansion and he's yeah and he's like notice that there's just come everywhere because like he dreamed about saber tooth fucking again and he doesn't want to admit it to anybody and then we see the intro credits and yep then we get a different scene of a different character waking up who is kitty pride who's slamming her alarm clock you know characters wake up constantly like we've said it on every <laughs> x-men show like i feel like this is such a thing is like characters waking up I mean, in bed well there's a lot happening we're here always because saying this like i it's know just there are we have spent a lot of time with the characters waking up we watch them going to bed and then oftentimes they wake they up and the do. x-men are like just they wake up and there's another x-men there staring at them yes, like all yes. the time i like 
it and happens in this episode. Bedrooms, like I feel yeah. like it's it, it's part of the explanation on Warcraft Valley to me. Like we've said it before, but I feel like it's like every storyline revolves around a character going to sleep or waking up and another character being there or like whatever it may be. And those, and when it's not one of those stories, they're just sitting around the dining room table talking. Yes, which is also this show is all they do is sit around think, the dining room I, table. You know, honestly, I feel like. X-Men the animated series and X-Men Evolution clearly is what influenced Ryan Pagella's like screenplay writing style because there's like, so many of those scenes. That. Yeah. Like, it's okay, just if people anybody, waking up and trying to turn off the alarm. Like that's the opening of every Ryan story. You know, go go to the mutantages.com on the right somewhere. There's a link that says Legend of the Dark Crystal, which was just <laughs> Maddie Ryan and I reading this old script I, that I wrote as a serious movie in high school. Like, I don't know. I was like maybe 14, Yeah, you were 15. trying to write a full-length movie and we, it's, well, bad. it's fine. I mean, it is bad, but There's like, like you nine were writing a full-length scenes that involve like them eating or waking up and then the, when they wake up, somebody's just standing there staring at them and Maddie the time was like why are they doing that and then we did this show and she's like now i understand oh. so kitty <laughs> wakes up she walks down the hallway she phases through the bathroom door without knocking which is very dangerous by the way and i don't um, i, I uh, don't here, know my my thing is that it's funny it. it's a comedy bit like she the the joke of kitty doing this is that she's half asleep so she well, but i, I, I guess, it's, I guess it's a comedy bit but i read it more as because like we have all this weird like rogue kitty stuff going on we since do. they have touch tips and she just walks in on rogue <laughs> in the bathroom and she's like and kitty's like oh oops that was totally by accident i mean what what am i and, even like, now saying rogue is suddenly, like we're not hooking up and you have to get out of here and kitty's like <laughs> yeah, right. uh, i was half asleep i wasn't trying anything and rogue's like you were <laughs> i wasn't trying to peek at you <laughs> so um rogue ki- kicks her out and katie does the like sorry intonation which i feel like took me instantly back to being a teenager i was just, it took like, you wow, like instantly back to people... legend of zelda yeah yeah She's like, excuse me, princess. And then she like <laughs> walks back down did. the hallway. That would be adorable. So then she takes out her little, little laptop and she's writing an email to her parents, which again is never going to be referred to again. Basically <laughs> writing a live journal entry. She's like, today started just like all the other days. But then she describes a series of events that I'm like, this can't be every day. I mean, that's the joke of it is that she's saying it's like every other day and the day's completely fucking nuts. Like, I guess. But she's like, everyone feels a little crowded, me included, especially with a roommate like Rogue, though it's not real easy to get close to her or healthy either, which is very emo. Yeah, it is. She and Rogue are dating, but they can't really date. I mean, also Rogue's like a mess in the background. She's like... She is. She's blow drying her hair, looking like a mess, but it's okay. It's like five in the morning, probably. Yeah, I mean, mean, if this is the X-Men standards, they're actually waking... Well, she woke up at 6.30, but generally, aren't they up at like 4.30 to like train in the danger room for like hours before school? Yeah, and then I guess they're all showering after that. Except for Kitty, who like did not go, because she's like waking up when everybody else is already awake. I mean, I guess we have to believe there are some days where they wake up for danger room and some days that are regular days like today which actually kind of explains why they're all awake because they must be so used to waking up early and on this day i was like kitty is so wide awake at like way before school writing stuff like i never did that i never woke up early before school to write a live journal entry i was fucking asleep oh yeah same i mean we're lucky if i made it to school on time because i was asleep whereas kitty is up like two hours early like writing a book on her little laptop i was not like i'll I'll do an impression of what it was like in the morning for me (laughs) at like 16 we i mean we saw it on spike cam like spike waking up for like 10 years and then destroying everything in his room i mean it's pretty much like that i i was like seven o'clock i have to be at school 
school at like 7.20 or something ridiculous. And it'd be 7 and my parents had to drive me because the bus didn't come to where I was because we were too yep. close. So yep. it's like 7 o'clock and my mom every morning would knock on the door. She'd be like, she's like, Ryan, it's time to get up. And I would literally just spring out of bed and just scream, I know! <laughs> every day for like six years. And my mom was like, she's just like, okay, she just walk away. And it's really funny because it came up the other day because we were talking we were talking about being 17 and I just turned to my mom like, I remember myself at 17. I don't trust anything I did. I was completely unhinged. I mean, my mom was like, I know. <laughs> okay, that's so. so funny because like the joke of it is that you were not awake. Like you yeah. were acting as though you had been. But I don't like, know. I don't even remember what my sleep schedule was like then. I mean, like it was not great. Clearly, I did so. shit like that, but I did have my own alarm. So, like, I was, I had to wake up on my oh, own. Oh, I had an alarm. Then, I'm pretty sure I turned off the alarm, and then my mom would wake me up, but it would just scream endlessly. Yeah, like if I moved too slowly after the alarm went off, my mom would come upstairs and be like, "Where the fuck are you?" And I, I'd be like, "I'm coming," or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Although I think for me, it wasn't like even just about waking up. It was just like. Because school was so difficult for me at that yeah, time. Well, I know just immediately waking up and going straight into a full on anxiety attack. You know what I Terrible. mean? Terrible. Yeah. Right. Like at least in the morning, I want to get up now. So anyway, Kitty, Kitty is walking down the hallway with her own voiceover of this live journal entry that she's writing. And so we see her walking by all the other X-Men who are also walking down the hallway with their little towels and their toothbrushes and so on. And yeah. the dialogue's really funny here, by the way. I stopped it so that I could hear what everyone's saying because they're all talking over each other. Yeah. So Scott says to Gene, did you guys hear all the noise coming from Logan's room last night? He sounded like he was playing whack-a-mole or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Scott, so that's what you think that sounds like? It's really funny for a thousand reasons that we don't even need to explain. And so then Evan and Kurt are walking behind them, talking to each other and sort of ribbing on each other about how long Kurt takes to take a shower. And Kurt is like, well, I'm covered in fur. I'm like, both of these are masturbation jokes as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, they are. 100%. I don't know. I just thought it was really funny that these were the two jokes that they wrote for the characters to be God, telling. I hope they watch that shower if that's the one place everybody's going to jerk off. Yeah, I, I hope so too. I don't know. I mean, also the shower is like full of blue fur, probably. Like, <laughs> so then everybody bumps into Kitty and doesn't notice her, which is like kind of the joke of this app is people bumping into Kitty because like she can phase through anything. So it's funny for somebody to bump into her and not notice her. Right. I don't know why she just doesn't phase when she sees them clearly not looking where yeah, they're going. I don't either. There's actually a few times in this episode where I was like kitty phase like in some of the fight scenes i was like kitty what are you doing i don't know but yeah I, I guess it's supposed to be like she's still learning how to use her powers and be confident in them so right. i don't know well i guess they have to all figure this shit out because like for years apparently it was just gene and scott living here and now there's like 10 more children you know that's a good point there's a lot of other people very suddenly yeah and xavier can only give them one bathroom in that whole fucking place yeah, it's a mansion and they have one bathroom. Okay, I wonder if there's like separate bathrooms for Storm, Xavier, and Logan individually. And then the fourth bathroom is like, yeah, all the kids can use that because we don't want to do well, this. Well, it, honestly, it's more like Storm's got one in her room. Logan's got like one other. Pro Logan probably just showers in the one down by the danger room. Let's be real. 
And then yeah, Xavier probably yeah. has like three additional ones that he needs for like himself. Yeah, probably. Look, like Xavier has like a secret hot tub and stuff. <laughs> probably. So then Kitty um, is trying to find a place to be alone to write her live journal entry. And she's like, sometimes you have to settle. Like when Mr. Logan's around, that's okay because he doesn't want to talk to anybody. And it's her and Logan at the kitchen table, although Logan's kind of like further away in the window reading the newspaper yeah. and drinking a coffee. And so Kitty like looks at Logan for a second just to stare at him. And he kind of smiles at her and he's like, what's the matter, Half Pint? Am I reading too loudly for you? I really like this moment between them. I like like Kitty and Logan on this show because it does a good job at portraying their friendship. Yeah, it's just a nice little humanizing moment for both of them. And so then Kitty's like, I'm just enjoying how quiet it is. And then all of the other kids burst in there like, and are like what? screaming and grabbing donuts. And like Scott turns on the TV and everyone's talking. Yeah. And then there's this weird moment where Kitty suddenly gets annoyed at Logan, even though she wasn't a second ago. But I think it's because he goes over to the TV, like kind of in a trance and like starts turning up the volume on it and like ignoring everyone else. Did you also pause to try to listen to any things that they were saying there? Yeah. So they're talking on the news broadcast about like a strange animal behavior in the Canadian wilderness and like this one national park. I can't, I didn't write down the name. Well, they're basically, they basically are making Sabretooth out to be Bigfoot though. Like they're doing this whole Bigfoot thing, but it's Sabretooth. Yes, but we know it's Sabretooth and we know which show we're watching. Yeah. And Logan knows it's Sabretooth basically. Yes. Yes. Of course. And so Logan kind of enters into a Weapon X trance and then he storms out of the room and Scott is like, Logan, are you okay? Yeah. I know, Logan's like running after him. By the way, one of the things that's happening in a side conversation over this is Rogue and Kurt are arguing about leaving the toothpaste cap on or off. And oh, R- I didn't Rogue- even hear that. No, that's Rogue hilarious. is like literally be like, she's, she's like, Kurt, why can't you just put like the toothpaste cap back on thing? And Kurt's like, oh, but I don't even understand what you're saying. She's like, hey, can you please put the toilet seat down? And Kurt's like, <laughs> I don't know. And it's like really funny. I was like, okay. Apparently, Rogue just goes around and yells at everybody. I don't know. Like, this is I what mean, she's everybody doing. Everybody kind of is yelling at everybody, but I thought it was pretty believable for six in the morning. It, I, seems, it seems like Kurt just goes into the bathroom for a full hour and a half, and we don't and know just, what like, he does in there. It spirals around in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it makes I a huge know. mess, it sounds like. <laughs> It's really funny. Sounds though. like Ryan Pagella, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it. Um, so then Kitty keeps writing her live journal and she's like being kind of mean about Logan. And she's like, Professor Xavier says we are kind of like a family and we all have to get along. But Mr. Logan doesn't act like it. He's always going off doing his lone wolf thing. It's not like his life is much tougher than ours. And then in the meantime, over her voiceover we're seeing logan like going into his room by himself while sad music plays and like having a full-blown panic attack like i mean i actually like this though yeah it's really sad like it's serious and sad and you're like holy shit like logan is not well so I then know. he starts screaming and throwing a chair and then it kind of he like does, gets he does a the Logan thing where he again. tears up the entire bedroom and we're like yeah. okay and then Kitty walks and Kitty by Kitty walks by and hears yeah, it Kitty and walks by it. The, like Logan claws a tart the entire door she like falls out of it and Kitty's like uh what's happening here <laughs> yeah. And then Logan takes a really long time to snap out of it and like realize that it's Kitty cuz he's like kind of I don't know. It's explained later. At the beginning, I was like, this is a very strange way to portray PTSD. But then later, I was like, oh, it's because that's actually not what they're doing. They're doing like a mind control thing here. I think it's also part of it, though. I don't think it's straight. I I feel like this would work better for me if it was just 
that. Like if it was right. just PTSD as opposed to them also being like, and it's mind control. <laughs> I mean, because if it's mind control, why didn't they use it before right yeah. now? I know they've never mentioned it before and they're never going to mention it after this episode because it's fixed like within the episode. I don't so, know. I think I think you're right. If it was better, if the doctor was manipulating his trauma, but he's yeah, not, which maybe that's too dark for this show or at least for this first what? season. I don't I feel know. Like maybe they didn't what? want to go there. No, I, they already just did. The know, episode we just I, watched about Mystique was like so dark, by the way. I wonder, though, it actually feels like a rewrite, though, to me, because it feels like this entire episode could have easily been written just PTSD style with Logan like having a PTSD flashback and attacking the kids and then yeah. being like I'm sorry it's my trauma like I needed to like remember I'm not in another place but I think they probably rewrote it and they were like that's too fucking dark like Logan can't be randomly attacking the children you know I think I think this checks out because in season three when we're introduced to X-23 that is the story she comes in and she attacks everybody yeah I mean, I, well, X-23, as far as she knows, that's what she's supposed to be doing. Whereas in right. Logan's case, he's lived with the kids for like a while now. Yeah, but like what if they had that concept for a script and then they just translated it to X-23 yeah, yeah. I mean, later? I think, and that's why they created X-23 was to write a story that wasn't like this man killing children. And instead, they have a child who's doing it, which is a little better. Well, I guess. that's more believable on this show. I don't know. So Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And I also think on this show, it's just it's too grim for PTSD to be a real specter of violence. I mean, this episode is called Grim Reminder. I, yeah, well, which to me sounds like a PTSD thing. Anyway, so Logan, Logan tumbles is like out snapping and he's like, out of it. And he just screams, everything's fine. And he like runs yeah. away and Kitty's like, yeah, he's like, I'm just redecorating, which is like clearly supposed to be a joke, but like doesn't really land. He's like, I, yeah, he's like, I'm just redecorating my memories. And he's like clawing the walls <laughs> and screaming and howling. And yeah, Kitty's and like, Kitty's uh, like, okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, right. So then Kitty goes into the living room and Evan is lying on the couch posing while hanging up a poster with his spikes like on the ceiling on the ceiling and kitty walks in she's just like she's like what the fuck are you doing and spike's like i'm putting this poster here duh i'm not gay and this kid this is (laughs) this is the version of evan that's still not totally out of the closet but acting like a complete homosexual and he's like he put like something up there like the something the festering boils it's like a punk rock band it's a punk rock band and it's just all men posing yep. sexually with guitars and kitty's but like they are covered in festering boils for the yeah. record i don't think evan i don't know what his i don't know what's is. going on because even kitty was like why are you doing this here we all share this room and for some reason evan's like well there was no more room for any more posters in my room and i Which, was like okay i thought that was hilarious i was picturing like your room growing up that was like covered <laughs> in every ancient posters and it's like covered in his spikes also and he's like yeah. well there's no more room in there and it's like evan what is your room look like two right things now? one i had to put like i had this poster of the darkness that i bought and i had to put it on the ceiling because i had no more room on my walls mm-hmm. the other thing is that we just saw evan's room I mean, he has zero posters in there well we haven't seen it this episode so maybe he's hung up a lot of stuff like since since that he's just gotten like a thousand posters and and storm's like what are you doing yeah so kitty's like uh this is a shared living area and maybe we don't want to see your bullshit here and (laughs) your festering boils with it and then he like runs out of the room which again is pretty funny but then the poster falls down on top of her anyway and she's just like and she's just like okay great 
And she says this little comment here where she's like, Evan's the youngest and he's so immature. And I was like, is he the youngest? I thought I Kitty know was the youngest. No, she's not because she's a soft. I think she's a sophomore. And I think Evan's a junior. Oh, wait, other way around. A freshman. Yeah. He'd be a freshman, not a junior. Yeah, he's a freshman, I guess. Yeah, that's that's so young. Is Pietro right. a freshman, too? Uh, who knows? I don't understand like time. Ages? And yeah, and this, I really don't. I'm going to go ahead and say that Kitty and Evan are both sophomores, and it's just that Evan's younger than she is. Because you okay, know that, how like, even if somebody is sense. three months younger than you when you're 14 years old, you act like that really matters? And you're I like, know. oh um, my God. Do you I'm remember being a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so, so anyway. Then, Kitty goes out to a tree now. She's yeah, typing she sits in, a in a tree. tree with her laptop and she continues writing her entry. Now Scott is down below her, like working on his car in the driveway. And Kitty's like writing a live journal entry about Scott and being like, he tries to be so totally responsible for Professor Xavier and the other students. Then sometimes he just acts like a regular high school kid. And then Scott like blasts his music super fucking loud <laughs> in the car and like speeds down the driveway. I mean, it's like some sort of like ACDC stuff. I don't know. It's not it's not quite corn. Yeah. Can you imagine what everybody listened to? Like these characters. Scott was like listening to I don't know the darkness <laughs> we're talking about the darkness a lot of this episode I don't know I think I can see Cyclops listening to a lot of you too yeah actually that tracks like I that does that. track you like, know like sort of a they were in sort of a poppier mode at this point in their career and that I feel like that fits Cyclops but he would still listen to the old stuff and be like yeah yeah right I understand Irish politics <laughs> so then Kitty sees Logan and Xavier and they're like a little further away in like a courtyard of the gardens outside yeah. and Kitty's like thank goodness for Professor Xavier he keeps the lid on things around here no, not he an doesn't. easy job sometimes especially with Mr. Logan I bet he really gets after him for trying his room and it's like he's not going to kitty yeah he's also fine. not a child anymore so yeah but I don't it's know. funny that kitty like doesn't understand that that wouldn't happen i actually liked that a lot that she like doesn't get how high well, the stakes me too are. and logan is in the garden pacing and xavier rolls on over and then we get like you know typical xavier behavior yeah, logan Xavier's screams, like, gotta go in your head and logan's like i don't really want to do well this. i don't know logan's like there's something buried in my head how about you pry it out and xavier's like it might hurt and then logan's like i need to know and xavier's like if i must and we're like <laughs> okay great and so then we see like another flashback of the horrible lab sequence porn, it's like the same thing that we just saw basically yep, except we sure. see the doctor now and Xavier's yeah, Cornelius. like, yeah. Okay, I actually like this comment though, because Xavier says, okay, so whatever that shit was in your head was a repressed memory. So it's not like he had amnesia. It's just that the trauma was so bad that Logan repressed it. And I liked that yeah. a lot more than amnesia. I like that too. And it's also pretty realistic. Like, I right. would have loved it if they had just fully committed to that and been like, it's trauma and it's repressed memories because that all makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, because for I guess Logan. on the show, he doesn't have amnesia, right? He yeah, just doesn't he remember doesn't. what happened. And also in this version, Logan is like, I want to know what happened to me. Like Xavier's like, I think that was a memory about how you got your, your claws. Implements. Yeah. Yeah. And Logan's like, okay, great. Like, let's find out more information. But like, this is the first we're hearing that Logan didn't know how he got his claws. I mean, assuming that you're totally new to X-Men, this is how you're getting introduced to this idea and that he actually wants to know. And he, he, he's, he's interested in digging into whatever the repressed memory is and so then Logan is like talking about Cornelius. He's like, that's where it all started. That ghoul in the black coat. He's the guy who did this. And then Xavier's like, okay, so clearly you were going to go try to kill this guy. But how about you don't do that? And Logan's like, I'm doing it. And Xavier's like, well, can I come with you? And Logan's like, nope. And he just leaves. Yeah. 
That's like that. Logan just screams, I'm a lone wolf and howls. You know, this is a very werewolfy episode as well. Like whenever Logan is Except having Rope's one of his not here attacks, turning into a werewolf on a dance she's floor. She's not. She's not. Um, so then Kitty's in some weird side room, which I didn't figure out was the X-Jet until the end of the scene. I, I knew right away because it was weird looking. I was like, they must be on the X-Jet. And also I, I've seen the episode before. It didn't even occur to me. But so. yeah, it is the X-Jet. It's supposed to be the X-Jet and that matters. Right. And Kitty basically is like, better wrap this up before Kurt teleports in here. And then Kurt literally teleports in teleports he's in. like yeah. i was waiting outside waiting for you to say that <laughs> that would be so funny if that was what he said i mean it's the kind of thing that he would that. do like i i like this idea that curse is teleporting all over the place for no like fucking reason following kitty around and kitty's like can i please just write my live journal do entry? they have to and be at, like, like school no? at like seven okay so she woke up at 6 30 and if it's high school time she probably has to be there by like 7 20 okay. right kurt is like being really nice here like kurt is like scott's gonna give us a ride to school let's go get in the car and kitty's like leave me alone i'm writing a journal and it's like <laughs> okay, kitty, so us, you need though. to go to school this like, was 100 percent you in high school somebody you'd be writing a journal entry and your mom be like okay maddie we have to do this you're like but i'm writing my journal <laughs> i know but also like she has to go like what is she doing i don't know anyway kurt is funny also he's like "Ooh, touchy sounds like someone's got an astrophysics test today and then suddenly the jet takes off and they're both on it because yeah. logan just hopped in the jet to go kill cornelius by himself and they're just on there yeah and what's pretty funny much about this is that both kurt and kitty could absolutely have gotten off the jet right then <laughs> their superpowers both allow them to instantly leave but they Instead, don't they're like they're like let's see where we're going first so yes. kitty, the i actually kitty... like that for them like i thought it was funny that they chose two characters who could have absolutely left the situation but they also both okay well clearly go to those characters yeah they didn't so want to go like, to school well... they're like this seems like more fun so they go check yeah. the cockpit and they see logan there and kit's like what the fuck's going on here and they open the door they see logan and Kurt's mm-hmm. like, let's go ask him. And Kitty's like, uh, no, he's been acting mega weird today. And Kurt's like, don't worry. Don't be so dramatic. Hey, Logan! <laughs> Logan nearly fucking murders him. Like, I know. He's in. He's still in like full flashback mode or mind control or mode. Or whatever. So I think he's having... Well, I think there is mind control being used in some part of this episode. It but makes right more now, sense if it's not. No, I, right now, whatever. he's absolutely just having a PTSD attack. Like, yeah. that's because I mean, he's having I actually, flashes I here. Think that, I think that the flashes are supposed to be from the chip in his head that's telling him what to do. I Maybe, mean, I think that's supposed to be the explanation. It's not even clear. I feel like I think this it's is- stupid. Don't get me wrong. I think that's dumb. And they should have just had him be like flashing back to being in Weapon X and attacking everyone around him because he's just flashing Weapon X. He's like, here's my butt. <laughs> yeah, he's the <laughs> flasher. Um, so anyway, Kurt is like, uh, I guess the seat's taken. My mistake. And like manages to get out of Logan's way. And then Kitty's like, you still think I'm being dramatic? And Kurt's like, I don't. And they're both <laughs> fucking terrified. And so then Logan turns on autopilot. He leaves the cockpit and like growls at both of them and like sort of manages to control himself enough to recognize it's them. But he, and, and he screams, like, why, why are you following me? me? Yeah, and he's like, we didn't mean to. We didn't even know you were on here. And Logan screams something along the lines of like, no, get back. There's something wrong with my head. And then he like pushes the button on the door. It yeah, closes. And he acts like he's having a werewolf transformation and his body is like contorting around while he's like closing the cockpit door and locking yeah, them and out. Yeah, and Kitty and Kurt are like, what the fuck's happening? Kurt's like, he locked this out. And Kitty's like, no, I think he locked himself in to protect us. And yeah. Kurt's like, 
protect us. I love this line. He's like, protect us. There's a crazy person piloting the plane. And yeah. I was like, okay, honestly, good Fair. point, Kurt. Yeah. And so then Kitty thinks for a really long time and she's like, can you teleport us to the ground? And Kurt's like, yeah, yeah. Picture this. Bubbity, 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 splat. <laughs> and he goes too high up and way too fast. And then Kitty's like, well, then I guess we're stuck here. Question is, where are we going? I mean, like, they're not any, like, a real danger from Logan because they can just keep on, like, phasing and teleporting they around them. They know that, you know? though. They're scared. Uh, yeah, well, that's actually a good point. Like, they are safer than other people would be I in actually situation. don't find that they're scared at any point in this episode. I feel like Kitty is very concerned about Logan and Kurt's well, really concerned. I would say, I think Kurt is scared. I mean, I would say that's what the actor is portraying in these Maybe, moments. Maybe, but is, I also like, feel scared. like Kurt's just more concerned about Kitty, who's like being very kitty pride by the way she's like well let's follow logan and see what happens and kurt's like i don't know if this is a good idea like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and kitty's that like is nah. what happens next like they land in canada in the snow logan walks out on his own logan stomps out into the snow he's like getting naked he's getting ready for what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and then kurt and kitty have changed into their uniforms which they probably have on the jet yeah i figured that makes sense so yeah i thought it made sense too and also now they can at least be warm while they're walking around in the snow and so then they fall by the way we're halfway through the episode and nothing has happened it's been like at least 10 minutes of like kitty like walking from room to room most of it was kitty writing a live journal entry like almost the entire first 10 minutes of the episode was voiceover from kitty writing her live journal so then logan keeps walking and then we see cornelius and he's in this control room nearby because i guess this is where the weapon x compound is in this mountain yeah, and so then he's like tippity tappity on a computer, and he's like looking at a model of Logan's head on the screen, and he's like, "That chip in his brain, it's still yeah. active." It's ah. his eye chip. He like basically has his long speech about that. He calls Sabretooth Jugger. Uh, he calls Sabretooth. <laughs> he calls Big him Nut. Juggernaut. Yeah, no, he, he calls him Bigfoot. Okay, yeah, he We're keeping Bigfoot. our big well, guys I also, straight. I also like. Well, I almost said he calls him jerking off because the evil scientist man <laughs> is like standing there watching Wait, Logan. Cornelius and, is jerking like, off. Yeah, Cornelius <laughs> is like jerking off, looking at Logan, and Sabretooth is also there jerking off with him. They're and they're both then jerking off. It's weird, and it's it like really is very, weird though. Like, yeah, I don't know. it is weird. It is weird. They're both like dramatically standing there in the dark, watching porn of Logan together, and then they're they finish up, and then they look at each other, and they're like, "Well, he's finally here." Let's turn up that chip in his brain, and so he yeah, pushes like turn up a dial on yeah, this the control dial panel. that like probably like basically says like Wolverine's chip in his brain. Control, yeah, and it's like, what's, what's getting turned up here? Like I the don't know. chip? We're like, like into like nineties. Anyway, this is Demon. <laughs> it's actually just Animaniacs again, where like. There's a button for mind control. Okay, it actually literally is D-Men, though. Again, D-Men was influenced probably by X-Men Evolution oh, to some degree. Absolutely so, it was. Uh, absolutely anyway, it was. So Sabretooth then runs out and attacks Wolverine, and they immediately start gaily wrestling in the snow, and their clothes they are do. falling off. They don't actually, like, hit each other. They just they roll don't. around. They just, like, massage each other's biceps for a while. And then Logan's like, I want answers. I know. And the Power Rangers theme is playing in the background. It's a very weird thing they're into is, like, having sex in the snow while the Power Rangers theme plays. Like They I don't love know. each other so much. So then Cornelius is in the bushes with an iPad. <laughs> he's and like, he what the fuck out. is this? He's and like, he's like, hey, everybody. Stop hey, Logan, having sex. Welcome back. I'm going to push another button that turns up the mind control <laughs> even more. And it's like, how do you even turn it up more? But I whatever. don't know, but then Logan screams and he falls into all fours into like sticks his ass up in the air in front of Sabretooth in the like doggy style position. And I was like, yep. okay. And then there's like a dramatic cutaway. And then we see Logan and Cornelius in the cr- control room together. And Cornelius is like, I'm so glad you're back. What's up? <laughs> 
somebody's like talking about how Logan's enhancements represented quite the financial investment. And Logan looks over and sees a clone of himself in the other room. I think that's what he sees, right? Oh, or really? is it flashback? I think I it's a flashback. I wasn't sure what this shot meant. Maybe it's just a flashback. <laughs> I, I, don't, I was I like, is like... he seeing himself here? It's honestly See, kind of confusing. <laughs> I, here's the thing about this whole thing. I was like, I watched it and I was like, Wow, did they not have the same budget for this episode? But honestly, I think they did. I think the issue is that I think like they were just trying to be weird and like I think they were just trying to do like things. Wolverine's Weapon X shit, which is so confusing on its I own. I don't like it. I was like, I don't understand what's <laughs> happening already. Like, don't do this to me. Anyway, you're probably right. There's probably no Wolverine clone. Um, but he imagines himself there already, and then he's like, "Who ordered it?" And Cornelius goes, what, that adamantium skeleton of yours? I can hardly believe you haven't figured that out by now. And then I was sitting there like, I don't know who it is. Like, yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't like, know if it's... nobody is. can't I don't, believe we haven't figured it out. I don't I, know who right. the fuck it is. The, first of all, the viewers don't know. Us as Maddie and Ryan X-Men fans don't know who they're referring to on know. this show. Like, I mean, maybe it's Hydra. I don't really know. It's not really like, they don't really figure it out. They just kind of leave it at this. Yeah, I was like, isn't it you? Like, I was like, <laughs> if it's not you, Cornelius, I actually don't know who it is uh, so anyway then Sabretooth walks in and Cornelius is like it's Bigfoot again <laughs> and then Sabretooth is like why so do you keep like, calling da, 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 I feel like this da, da. is one of the few jokes on the episode they keep trying to land on is like Cornelius calling Sabretooth Bigfoot and Sabretooth being like don't call me that and it's like this is this doesn't need to be a funny episode like you didn't I, need to try I, to I do this, this I, I don't know what this episode is trying to be it's like yeah I don't know. It's not like this is a bad episode it's because not bad, but it's not. I will say, like compared to some of the really good episodes <laughs> yeah, we've seen like, lately, this what's one did happening? kind of feel like a step down. Like it felt a little more like a kids show, a little bit less like it hung I, I don't all even together. Know if that's perfectly. what it feels like. It, it just I don't think it knew what it wanted to be for this episode, and it's like they didn't yeah. quite make a decision on what they wanted to do with Wolverine's Weapon X storyline. So they just kind of like jumbled a bunch of shit together and like, here's you go. Here's my fucking Katamari ball that I call Weapon X. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not that complicated, though. I mean, I was sort of like, maybe it's Mr. Sinister. I, I guess it's going to be Hydra in the end, but they certainly well, are trying to Well, if I ever read season make... five, it's going to be revealed to be Mr. Sinister. I hope so. I hope so. So anyway, Cornelius reveals that the name of whatever Logan was part of is Weapon X. And he's like, your project Weapon X, your development is the ultimate ultimate mutant slayers and because he says plural there i was like okay this is confirmation that Sabretooth is part of weapon x as well right and also that there's like probably more of them yes you know I which is know. part of why i got i thought there was gonna be clones and i know x 23s on or this like show. silver fox or maverick or any of those or characters something. i feel like they could have i feel like they could have imagine deadpool here. on this show <laughs> <laughs> the deadpool anyway uh so kitty and kurt are walking around in the snow and they're like, where's Logan? And then suddenly Logan's right there, like instantly, yeah. like a second later. They're I like, know. Oh, I know. Kitty like waves at him. Yeah, she's like Kitty's waving. Like, Hi, Logan. And Kurt is like, why are you doing this? We we, we just saw him. He tried to kill us. And Kitty's yeah, he like, said, Hi. don't follow me. And so anyway, Wolverine turns around and he's with Sabretooth. And Kitty's like, and what the fuck again. is happening? And, like, and Kurt is like, they're dating again. And we need to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Sabretooth and Logan start chasing Kitty and Kurt. This goes on for like. 20 minutes of them just yep. running through the snow. They don't even attack each other. It's just running them like teleported the Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is Wolverine. Anyway, so 
Then they get separated because Kitty like trips and falls down a huge hill instead of like phasing. Okay, it takes I don't forever know. for her to fall down. It's like I, I know. It's style. like she's like, just she's rolling endlessly. For 10 years and Logan is just like calmly walking down the hill towards her. Like yeah. okay, I know. It's like that scene from Hot Rod when he falls down the hill for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's basically that, but it's actually like trying to be serious. And so then Logan follows her down. Um, Kurt and Sabretooth are fighting in the background, by the way, but we'll get to them later. So Logan catches up to Kitty, and Kitty's like, "Mr. Logan, it's." me what's the matter with you and he's like kitty he's like i know you're not yourself but at least you recognize me we've always been friends okay maybe not friends but close enough and then like in a room far away cornelius is still turning up the mind control because apparently it's not high enough (laughs) i don't know why okay so i have a question getting turned back down again like (laughs) yeah okay also like cornelius like has the option to body control someone but he like doesn't go all the way for some reason i mean i think it's supposed to be like oh logan is so emotionally strong that he was able to overrule the chip in his brain but then it's like well what is the dial doing i know i don't don't even know and so logan grabs his head he screams my memories and (laughs) Logan chases Kitty. Logan cuts down some trees. Kitty runs through a mountain and pops out the other side and she's on a cliffside and she's like, whoopsie daisy. And Kurt's (laughs) looking for Kitty and Kurt's screaming, Kitty, Kitty. And then I laughed because Sabretooth just goes, meow. Okay, I laughed so hard at this. Like, Sabretooth dramatically says meow and then falls from a huge tree screaming. Which is very cat-like, I have to admit. It's like, I'm just imagining, not imagining, we don't need to imagine it, it happened in this episode. It happens. It's so oh my funny. god! All right, so Sabretooth then chases Kurt, and Kurt just literally goes later, he's like dude. Around, yeah, yeah he just like, goes later, dude. Fun. He just leaves. He's like, there's this like is not stupid. really. Again, there's not really any stakes to this fight because Kurt and Kitty can just get out of absolutely every situation they're ever in. So it's yeah. like there's really no way for Logan and Sabretooth to see. Win. That's why I feel like this episode is only like half written yeah i know it doesn't i don't know the more we talk about it the more i'm like i don't know about this <laughs> yeah they spent, they spent less time on kitty's live journal and less time of them running through the snow endlessly for yeah. several minutes we could have done some more scenes where kurt also tries to reach out to logan as you know because they're like best friends in the comic books so like i mean i do like all the scenes where kitty is trying to reach out to logan me we're too, gonna get another good sense. one here i agree and i like all that but it's we could have worked with some of that or somehow put them in peril like Kurt or something getting hurt. Or like not have Kurt be the other one there. I mean, I know we love Kurt, but like have a character who can't get away and then Kitty has to be responsible for them. Like put Rogan or something. I don't know. Like I mean, I, uh, but see, I guess, but it Rogue but then again. Rogue would be all overpowered as well. I, I mean, it's kind of a problem no matter I mean, I guess the it. issue is that like they, I think they really just want to put Kurt there because they wanted Logan's BFF and then they didn't utilize that. It really could have just been Kitty alone on the thing. But I think the real reason that he's actually there is because not because like they it's his best friend. I feel like that's what they should have done, but they didn't. I think they Mm -hmm. just put him there because otherwise Kitty would have to do this entire episode just like talking to herself, basically voicing her thoughts. But she's already doing that on the fucking laptop. So like why not so just why continue do you need another character there just yeah. have kitty continue the voiceover and be like and then what happened next was blah blah like it's fine i'll i'll believe that she's typing it later i don't give a shit like right. i would have gone along with that i, I don't, don't even know. care so like i feel like they should have just committed fully to having a kitty and logan episode and i think that would have helped and then i think it could have been a just about ptsd 
and like just about trauma and like have it be that and that would have been yeah and that's what i was saying before where i was like i feel like they didn't commit to any actual idea they just took a bunch of hodgepodge ideas and like that was it you know i mean it does make it less scary because now it's more silly and like goofy because you have all these like characters sort of fighting but the stakes are really low and like everybody's gonna be everyone's like what the fuck's happening anyway so logan thinks this i actually like this scene where logan looks over the cliff and he sees kitty's reflection in his mind and he thinks that he's killed kitty yes so he starts screaming he starts crying and screaming because he can remember that he loves kitty and he's just like got this chip in his brain apparently and so then kitty phases out of the mountain behind him because that's where she's been hiding and then kurt bamps in and is like okay kitty let's get the fuck out of here and she's like no i'm reaching him because like logan's looking at her and like realizing she's not dead and not attacking her although he's clearly trying to at the same time and so then she takes off logan's mask and she's like it's me don't you remember half pint and they have this like cute little moment together it's it's nice i liked it i like that they did the kitty and logan stuff in this honestly i liked it too so then he like falls to the ground they hug each other and then Sabretooth screams meow or whatever and runs in there. <laughs> there's more there's more wrestling. And then there's this weird shot of Kitty and Kurt like watching Logan and Sabretooth fucking and like we just see their facial expressions. <laughs> and they're like weirdly happy about it. I was like, why are they being animated like this? Like, it was I don't funny. know, but Kitty just goes, he's taking control. Like, I'm and like, Kurt yeah. goes, so is Sabretooth. And I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, it's like Kitty and Kurt's like, it's like, Logan's giving you a top. No. Sabretooth's gonna be on top. And they're like passing the popcorn between each other. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was like, what's happening? So yeah. Sabretooth tells, okay, so then I don't know what happens, so then it just yeah, cuts no, so away from like that. Yeah, we see like a time We don't even, somewhere? yeah, it like just goes back for 20 minutes and Sabretooth walks into the lab, he's like, hey, hey. Logan's coming to kill you. And the, <laughs> I'm like okay like why so basically Sabretooth and Logan fucked and Sabretooth was like I remember I actually kind of like you and Logan was like so I'm gonna go kill Cornelius wait but is this why like all this shit that was happening in that other episode where they were fighting in the parking garage and they were like this is our destiny and it's like wait but is this it because like that doesn't make any fucking sense now like I mean it doesn't make any fucking sense because now Sabretooth kind of seems like he's on Logan's side again <laughs> I don't really understand what's like, happening am I wrong because he goes to Cornelius and he's like hey so Logan gonna come kill you now I and Cornelius know. is like are you gonna fucking do anything about it and Sabretooth's like nope I, I don't I don't even just then we have this like poorly animated fight sequence that was really hard to tell what's happening where it's like Kitty phasing through a door doesn't show okay, up you're and like skipping the tentacles by the way no we're not yet because like okay, there's a, okay, there's okay. a shot of like Kurt fighting Sabretooth teleporting around him Kitty phases through a door te- phases back out of the door phases it again I was like what's <laughs> happening I was like okay, I, I wasn't even paying attention I was I, I wasn't either and I looked it up I was like wait what and I rewound it I was like I can't I don't know what's happening it but doesn't then, actually matter at all yeah so then like, Logan it walks in matter. no it doesn't and then Logan walks into the room with Cornelius and Cornelius just pushes a button. Logan it's falls on the ground. Tentacles. <laughs> is it's there, like is tentacles. Wait, no, it is isn't. it really? That would okay. be hilarious. So then Logan falls to the ground. He screams, my memories. And then a bunch of robot spiders come out. But you would... <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. So they're robot spiders, and I thought they yeah. were going to do something cool, but they nope. don't do anything at all. They just release a thousand tentacles and really wrap around Logan, and he starts, like, moaning Screaming. and groaning and writhing and the tentacle porn that he's in, and it just goes on for a while, and I'm like, it's what's funny. happening? And I was like, yeah, there's... Really, Kitty walks in, and she's just like, 
Uh, yeah, I know. It's like, it's like, I, and meanwhile, me too. I'm standing there being like, okay, so the tentacles literally followed Wolverine from one show into this one. Like, they just went from the X Men, the animated series, again. straight the into X Men Evolution. Okay, there's also a shot in the background of Cornelius like masturbating. It's pretty yeah, funny. Like, I, he's right. so into what's happening. And I was like, why is this show? Yeah, so why well, is every Weapon X version? I don't know. Logan same? is also like enjoying it, it seems, because he's moaning sexually. And Kitty just goes, she literally goes, okay. I see the problem here. <laughs> she walks straight she up. She does literally <laughs> say that, and it's very She literally, funny. like, casually walks through all the robots, and they blow up. She walks right into the computer, and it blows up. She's like, okie dokie. That was that. Like, dusts <laughs> off her hands. I was like, okay. I really liked it. I, I like I really, Kitty's powers. I feel like this is Kitty's commentary on X-Men, the animated series. Looking at all the times Logan gets wrapped up in tentacles, and Kitty just goes, okay, I just yeah, know how to solve this. this. Like, instantly. <laughs> so Whatever then, this even is. Like, as soon as the control panel gets blown up, I sort of interpreted that as the mind control stops working as well, because now that was the, what the dial was connected to. And so then Logan is suddenly yes. fine and he turns to Cornelius and he's like, you caged the wrong animal, bub. bub. And Cornelius is like, stop, this place is going to blow. And then Logan's like, let it, Kitty, leave. And then Kitty goes, not without you. And then Kurt bamps in, grabs Kitty and is like, nope. And then bamps <laughs> Kitty out of there, but not Logan. I thought he was going to go back for Logan, but he doesn't. I, I think, no, I think that he was going to, but I think they get out and just instantly when they teleport out, the whole mountain just blows up. Yeah. So Logan has this dramatic moment where he gets to turn to Cornelius and be like, Project Weapon X has been terminated and the entire mountain blows up. But somehow Logan makes it out. I don't actually well, I know think how Cornelius that's actually dies here. Like straight up. I think so up. too. I don't think Sabretooth dies here though, right? No, because he comes back, but Wolverine and Sabretooth can heal, so it doesn't really matter. Right, and also Sabretooth left anyway, because all he really wanted to do was fuck Logan, and then help Logan get to Cornelius, and then leave, I guess? So meanwhile, like, Kitty and Kurt are just sitting there in the snow, sadly. Like, I don't know if they're waiting for Logan, or they're just stuck there. I thought they were waiting forever, for, like, hours, because Logan does eventually come out, and it would take him a really long fucking time to, like, heal and come out. So I interpreted that as, like, Kurt and Kitty have been just sitting there. Hoping that he's alive like yeah it's a Logan eventually so. comes out there's basically a shred of clothing left on him covering yeah, just his penis all of his clothes are falling off yeah the, the final piece that's covering his dick falls off they stare at him and then he collapses into the snow in front of them and it's right weird. and you know and kitty's like okay let's get him home and i kitty guess and like i guess that's what a naked fully grown man looks like it's our first time seeing it but Kurt, uh, kurt's like slowly lifting up like the little fabric to take a look a little bit more i don't <laughs> and know he's like he's our teacher <laughs> I know. Well, I so I took this as they got him back to the ship because they cut forward to the mansion, but they got him on the ship, and I guess Kurt must have piloted the ship back because he's been training. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why they were waiting. I think they were waiting to see if Logan would make it out because right. I think they could have gotten home on their own. But oh, they you just know, we missed an important like plot beat here that was way earlier in the episode is oh. when they get to the Canada or whatever. Kitty and Kurt have a conversation about how Kurt teleported into the cockpit to try and call the mansion, but it's been jammed. So there's no way for them to contact the X-Men. Yeah. Although I guess they could have just like in their minds, but like Professor Xavier and Xavier would have answered instantly being like, I wasn't in there already in your mind. Okay, also Xavier absolutely would have been doing that because these two kids didn't go to fucking school that morning. Like he would have been like, where are they? Like He he doesn't know where they are, honestly. I don't know. What does Xavier even do in his free time? Like I don't even know. Maybe the count 
counterpoint is that Xavier thought that Katie and Kurt already left for school by themselves and didn't even know any of this happened. I mean, I guess that's believable. That, well, that's what I think is actually happening. And for some reason today, Xavier chose not to read their minds. I don't know. So yeah. Logan wakes up in the X mansion. He's in the med lab and he wakes up and Xavier's just sitting there staring at him. He's yes, like, they're again. watching. Okay, again. There's a character staring at another character who just woke up. Here He's just we go. standing there. And like, and Professor's like, relax, you're home. And I'm jerking off watching you sleep. And Logan's like, <laughs> where's the kids? And Professor's like, they're both fine. Kitty has been in here checking in on you every hour since the surgery. And But why? I mean, this is like instant, though. They're like, yeah, we took the chip out. I, yeah, he tells them we took the chip out and it was instantaneous. But I also want to know why we had to do this scene with Xavier. Why wasn't it Kitty? Why did we have to get like yeah. a sideline where like Kitty's been in here repeatedly? Why couldn't Kitty just be in there? I would have preferred to see that I story. Know. I mean, why not just close that loop? Like why is Xavier even in this episode? Period. Like, I don't know. Why is he cares? like alive ever? So <laughs> then Xavier asks if there's any pain and Logan goes, yeah. And dramatically he goes, but not from the wound. Someday though, I'm going to find out why they did this to me that's a promise. And he like looks directly into the camera and we're like, okay. And he screams sinister. <laughs> yes. Cause it's like, get out of here, sinister. <laughs> and sinister's like standing there in the, in the corner with a video camera. And he's like, <laughs> God, fine. He's like, he's like, I didn't even watch you on my show anyway. See how my ratings do without you. I don't need you to have good ratings. Anyway, so meanwhile, all the X-Men are like, I don't know. I don't even know where they are because they're bitching they're about... They're outside the kitchen, I think. And no, Kitty's because they the cut inside and it's like this giant dining room that's empty, but that's not the kitchen that they were in before. This is just like a separate room. They also all want to be in for some reason where Kitty's at. I don't this, know. So this room's all huge. screaming because they want to go eat breakfast or dinner. I don't even know what time it is. I don't. This is the room that they had their breakfast in. That episode where they have that conversation. Yeah, the dining room. But the, earlier in this episode, they just did it in the kitchen. So I don't know why they all need to go into this room now. And they're all like throwing either. a fit. And like Kurt's like, can we just give her like 10 minutes? And then inside, Kitty's updating her large journal. She's like, anyway, I wish everybody was in here bothering me. And I was like, <laughs> what do you even want, Kitty? <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> like, oh, wait, she, she. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, we should say what she kind of actually says, which Katie's like, so anyway, it's been another day here at the Institute. I finally have some alone time, but now I miss bumping into everyone. It's what happens when you are part of a family. Yeah, they keep landing on that. The idea that this is their new family. I'm fine I with mean, that. I mean, it's cute. Yeah, it's it sort of fits with the whole queer family, found family theme that we talk about all the time with X-Men, but it's very literal here. I think because X-Men Evolution tries to be way more literal about its metaphor than... Yeah. Uh, x-men tas was because they're just going ahead and spelling it out more um but yeah there's a lot of family shit in this app because xavier's everyone's dad and he's in charge well that's true so that's this episode i i guess i have to think about what to rate it i was gonna give it a three <sighs> i'm giving it like two out of five because yeah, it's not I might not get down to a two because like talking about it i'm like realizing that it didn't really work that well i feel like i did enjoy a lot of the logan stuff i didn't with actually Kitty, like the chip especially thing, I, I didn't like, like that either Kitty. But you know what? Yeah. I do think I don't think it's a skip either because it does a good no. job at setting up the idea that Kitty and Logan are I going to be close. But I it's think here's my problem, fun, though. Like even when I was watching it, I was like, I feel like this could have been better. I felt like it was really weird and really like different from the rest of the show. You know, yeah. like I felt like it just like know. stepped yeah. away. It didn't feel like it was X Men Evolution at all. But it also didn't really feel like it was anything. I like I really do feel as if that this was a hodgepodge of ideas that they threw together. And instead of just sticking with one idea, 
I think they must have gone through a lot of rewrites on this one particular script. And I, I, it's the only explanation I've got because you can see the ideas there. You can see the setup. You can see this idea of like trauma and also repressing the trauma. You can see this idea of like Kitty follows Logan and she probably in some original script, script did it by herself and just did it like as you described where she wrote about it in her journal. We're getting sort of this narrative throughout the episode as she yeah. explodes. Like I would have loved a much much more serious take on this where it's her trying to go through the wilderness and have more silent moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think maybe that's what they had written initially, but it changed so much. And instead it became goofier. We have this guy turning up the mind control machine like every two <laughs> seconds. And, and like, that's not helping. And like Logan keeps breaking the mind control every two seconds, which again, I feel like it makes more sense if it's trauma, because then if it's inconsistent, it's but totally then Cornelius, Cornelius could just keep on manipulating him. And yeah, then, like emotionally and just have that be all that he's right, doing. Logan's already having a PTSD attack, so he could still, in theory, attack Kitty just because he's like so fucked up in the head in that moment and not realizing and where he do is. like a brainwashing thing, like without a chip in your head, but just more of like a brainwash situation where Cornelius shows up and like says certain phrases and he's like, remember, you're Weapon X or whatever. Like, yeah, I but, also, but also like if... Cornelius knows how to trigger sort of war trauma because yeah, exactly. you know, I think about my uncle who was like in Vietnam and like he'll just suddenly like forget where he is sometimes. Yeah, I mean that's how it works. It's it's sad, it's hard, right. but like that's how it feels. I would have preferred to see something like that. Me too. Yeah, me too. And I feel like it would have made a lot more sense, even though it also would have been scarier because it would have meant that Logan couldn't heal right away. Like at the end of the episode when it's like, well, Logan's fine now. I was like, I don't really buy this. Like I would rather have it be more complicated at the end and have Logan be like, wow, I almost hurt the kids. And like, I'm not sure I should work here, doc. Like, I I don't know. Like, I feel like that would have been interesting. And then Xavier would have to be like, Logan, you have to decide whether you can stay here. Like, I believe in you, but you have to make this decision. Like that would actually be a real conflict in this episode. If Logan was like, sure, but I don't also, know if I can work here. Again, know? I don't want that delivered by Xavier. I want it delivered well, by no, Kitty. But I think yeah, they should have really spent too, more time with Kitty. Like, you can rise above this and like work through this trauma and like we all have trauma too and that's why we're a family and then Logan would be like you're right and like I want to work on this and like yeah. actually get to live here and exactly. take care of you guys. And I feel like they had an opportunity to do so because I'm going to stress that this is not Valley Girl Kitty that was in this episode. No? This was Okay, so they have are continually rewriting her to be Less and less irritating, I would say. Like, they're yeah. writing her as more a fully fleshed person. Like, she still says like and totally sometimes, but it's really cute at this point. I like how they write her dialogue at this point. Like, it's not overdone anymore. Right, but as she is very Kitty Pride in this episode where, okay, let's, like, list off the things she does. A, she has this relationship with Wolverine where she reaches him, but also mm -hmm. she is confident and courageous enough to leave that plane to go chase after him because she cares about him. She's not afraid, which is very yeah. Kitty Pride, And she's very stubborn, even though Kurt is like, we shouldn't be doing this. She's like, whatever. I, I'm just going right. to keep trying to I find mean, solutions. Kitty Pride has always been stubborn. I love that about her. So it's cute. Yeah. And I, I would have loved any moment in this episode for Kitty to have screened Professor Xavier is a jerk. OK, well, that's not what this episode is about at all like Xavier I, gets to be a good guy in this I'm not saying he is I just I think that this episode is trying to present it as though Xavier's the one who's helping I mean this is like the version of Xavier people like the one who like actually asked permission before he goes into Logan's head and like right. in theory only gives him the information he needs to know doesn't pry that much further than that just kind of lets Logan do his thing and then 
right bounces I'm just, off i'm just grateful that we don't have to spend a lot of time with weapon x on this show like they like me too that's really how i felt about the app i was like this feels like people who were as bored by weapon x as you and i are and didn't really <laughs> care to write it and they were like well we have to put logan's backstory in because he's wolverine so we'll just quickly write up an episode where that happens and it's mostly going to be about kitty pride's live journal because like we don't give a shit about this <laughs> and like yeah. i'm sympathetic i get it like you clearly spent no time writing this episode because you didn't care about the topic and i don't either so i can't yeah. really be that mad you know nope. I, I feel so the anyway, same way it's two out of five x's um yep. it's it's not a skip but it's not fun it's fine i mean it's kind of fun i mean it's fine there's a part where saber tooth just says meow and then yeah, like that's maybe worth it for saber tree. tooth saying meow and then screaming out of the tree <laughs> I that can't stop funny. laughing about how ridiculous that was. I was like, okay, I don't it know what's happening. It was so ridiculous. Okay, so should we talk about who's gay? The X-Men I mean, the obvious answer here is that Sabretooth and Wolverine, but I guess also oh Cornelius God. isn't on this. I don't know. And yeah, also, Cornelius seems pretty gay for both Sabretooth and Logan. Like, it seems like he's just designing these little fuckboys in, in his in his lab. But I mean, I mean, of course, he's like, somebody else is funding it. It's not just that I'm into it. Don't yeah. ask me who, but I, yeah. someone else told but me I mean, to like, do this. I, this like, whole okay. episode centers around, like, Sabretooth and Wolverine gaily wrestling in the snow. Yeah, and Sabretooth finally fucking Wolverine and then being like, yeah, okay, you can kill Cornelius i guess like i think he's still <laughs> supposed to be a bad guy at the end but there's sort of this weird on again off again romance with i the really two of them. i just want to understand what this whole destiny shit that they were screaming about in oh yeah the highlander two. stuff where the two of them were like there can only be one top in our relationship and it's like I guys mean, i guess it's just like some weird role play thing they're doing like i don't know i'll never understand them i also want to do a shout out to cyclops who's like logan are you okay <laughs> It is funny that Kurt and Scott still have like a crush on their teacher, or at least that's how I choose to read it. And Logan is like, I don't, I'm not paying any attention to you guys. I'm only obsessed with Sabretooth. Right. So yeah, all of that tracked for me. I the only that other male character on this show that's like his mm -hmm. age. Yes. Um, also, I think that Rogue and Kitty are dating. That's my ship now on the <laughs> I show. Do too. I, I don't know how that I happened. I don't know but why, but they're rooming together and they're like kind of together together. Or at least Kitty's like attracted to Rogue on some level. Well, and until like, Gambit cool. rolls around. I, like, I know. Rogue doesn't really have a love interest, except sometimes she crushes on Scott, which is like weird. I that's already over at this point, though. No, there's like, like an episode. I could be wrong. Maybe it's going to come back around, but she hasn't talked about or to Scott in a long time. It's been a few no, laps, I feel it's, like. You're right. You're right. I don't, I don't think Kitty has a lot of interest on this show, though. I mean, she kind of has Kurt, but by this point, they're already acting like friends. Like, they've already kind of progressed into their friends role right. with they each know, other. They, they don't really have that kind of dynamic on the show anymore. Like, they set it up, and then they instantly... He, Kurt just gets friend-zoned immediately. though. <laughs> he's not friend-zoned. He's attracted to Scott. Yeah, that's Kurt's true. Getting oh, yeah, Kurt is getting late. I think Kitty was getting set up to eventually be with Colossus on this show, but he, like, starts oh, off... Oh, of course. They do yeah. this whole setup in, like, seasons three and four where Colossus is working for Magneto, and he's a bad guy, and Wolverine, like, fights Colossus, and then Colossus mm -hmm. kind of reveals that... He can't stop working for Magneto because something's at stake, and that something at stake was going to be magic. Uh -huh. So then in season five, I believe Colossus and Magic were going to go to the X-Men. So right. 
So I think Kitty Kitty had two Rasputins to choose between. Personally, I think she <laughs> yep. should go for Ileana because, of course, of you know, course. All this, whatever it's like with Peter, it gets weird. And I don't know what their deal is, but like, I don't know. They were going to pair her with Ileana in the season five that we, you imagined. know, what's That's really funny I, in the comic books. I've never understood why Kitty like I don't know why Kitty dates Colossus or Pete Wisdom or Bobby Drake or um, fucking Star Lord. I felt like all those were so weird and i just like felt like none of them worked with kitty's dynamic but now they added her as like bye and i was like mm-hmm. okay if she dates like rachel or Ileana, that makes a thousand times more sense to me than like any of these other men she tried to date that were like clearly <laughs> were a too old for her and b like not like smart not enough to be with her like i don't know yeah. like I, don't know. I agree. I agree. It's pretty anyway. cool that Kitty is like canon by at this point. Thank and we get God. to just record this show and be like imagining that Kitty in this version is by retroactively as well because it's fun. Well, and clearly, clearly she's it's... attracted to Rogue. She has a little crush on Rogue. Yeah. And who could blame her? They're adorable. I don't know. I don't know. Rogue is fantastic. I date Rogue she's and amazing. I'm gay. So. <laughs> All right, so I that, mean, I basically did do that. <laughs> you, yeah, you and Steph, you gave it a shot. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, we didn't do anything in that relationship either. <laughs> yeah, that was about how it would have gone if you dated Rogue. Now we're also, both out of the closet. Great for a gay guy, you don't have to touch her. It's, well, I mean, it's, also if you're like a gay girl, same deal, because that also yes. turned out to be her. So there we go. Yep, so true, so true. So is that it? That's who's gay. Yeah, is it time for plugs? It is. It's time for the get get Pluggy out. Is he here? Oh <laughs> my god! I forgot about it's Pluggy. Pluggy, we I'm here. <laughs> Did you see me in today's episode? <laughs> I was part of the tentacle this? porn section. Anyway, I was on kids, the dial that kept getting turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I was the dial getting turned on. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, Pluggy. Um, so You're everybody welcome. else who doesn't want to hear from Pluggy ever again should go to themutantages.com <laughs> and send us an email at themutantages at gmail.com saying, please don't have Pluggy come back. Or you can tell us you love Pluggy. Yeah, he's going to get his own t-shirt now. Oh God! And <laughs> you know, speaking of speaking of T-shirts, we have a store now. We have a Teespring store, and if you're at themutantages.com, you can find it on the right hand side. You can find that store. We don't have any pluggy merch. We don't have any mutant ages butt plugs on the store. Maybe we should, but uh, we don't. You, you we do not get sell sex toys. Funded However, by like an adult store. Okay, with the mutant we should legend. get that sponsorship. We have no ads on this show, by the way. But if we ever did, it would need to be some really blue ads. So um, we have a store. <laughs> And you can get a t-shirt with Bishop saying time travel is real. You can also get like all this other shit, phone cases, masks for wearing to the grocery store, keeping yourself and others safe. And we also have all these other things. We have a Discord server where you can hang out with us and also hang out with other Mutant fans. There's an invite link at MutantAges.com. And we have a voicemail inbox, which is 1-508-319-1668. And we even have a P.O. Box about to ring in yeah! the one year anniversary of that baby. And it's P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. You could mail us a postcard. We promise we're like, going to do a unboxing very soon. We promise that. Again, we record a show every week. We love you. We're busy. Well, also, there's a pandemic going this. on. So, like, it, it, I don't know. Everything's fucking weird. Anyway, things that aren't weird are social media where you can find the mutant ages on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, I Tumblr, Pinterest, so and soon to be a uh, archive of our own. Um, but you can also <laughs> find us individually on Twitter. Um, 
You could fly Pluggy at Pluggy <laughs> no. dot. No, I saw. <laughs> my social media i am at Mitty myers everywhere ryan tell your little social media spiel, oh fine so well it's not it's not pluggy at twitter.com but it's actually it's not ryan pajilla on twitter and ryan dot on instagram and i'm also on youtube and at, surprise ryan pajilla and you wow, can what? find all my videos <laughs> my vlogs my adventures at least I'm trying the best I can right yeah, now in Ryan's this world. Yeah, Ryan's around town, you know? Sort of. I mean, I mean like, everything's like shut you can down. Do now. Like, yeah, really, I mean, I've had to, like, dial it down because, like, I was like, well, how many times can we show me going into the mall, the one place that's open? Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I got to figure something else to do. But it's not the only place you can check us out. You can also check out our YouTube channel for the Mutant Ages. We're yes, playing through, or at least trying to play through every single video game of the X-Men. We are, but you're also uploading all of the old stop-motion animation X-Men themed clips that From you made when you were a teenager and which were originally a part of D-Men and D2, but now they're each on their own individual clips. And we have so many other things on the YouTube channel, by the way. We have like various live-action skits of us over the years pretending to be X-Men, be it as teenagers or as adults. We have clips from this show set to clips from the various animated series that we watch yeah. and they all match up together and, and it's great hopefully and hopefully when we drop our unboxing that will go up on there but i am Hell trying yeah, to man. come up with a script for something that maddie and i can do via a zoom call or i mean resident are we doing, evil no i want to keep it to x-men but like fine I, i'm sitting here being like zoom call i'm like well also we could just like record it on record our cameras it. and like yeah. be on zoom so I've we can see each other but also we can like i've got a sweet iphone camera i don't have one yeah. of those fancy vlogging cameras like ryan has but i have an iphone and that is what the next hit film yes. will be made on well i mean lady gaga did do that music video on I iphone know. it looks pretty, pretty good, good. honestly pretty like, good. that's like we can't really make fun of that anymore. I can't, i'm not gonna make fun of it i'm genuinely saying but I in order to, in order for ryan to afford a new iphone we need to get some funds and uh you can support us by doing that by going on patreon.com at the slash the mutant ages uh, we're a completely fan supported show uh you know if you like what you listen to if you can donate anything that'd be great you get some cool extra rewards like bonus episodes uh show notes pictures you get shout outs on this show at the top tier and so yeah you do this week from pluggy he says hello <laughs> to soren b samuel b thank you <laughs> okay i guess it's pluggy it's not cornelius i mean it wouldn't be fun to do his voice i mean wait, wait, his voice is like soren b what was his voice i don't even know what he said no he didn't really do a voice he was he, just, I mean, like a he guy. just silently there and he had subtitles anyway uh yeah. you can support us on patreon that would be a huge help to us especially during these current times but you know, I understand that not everybody has money. So if you can't of support course. us there, you can also leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, That's a you great know. point. You can always give us a review. Even if you can't afford to support the show, we are super grateful for the people who can't afford that once again. But just give us that Apple podcast rating, you know, give us a review. Yes. I think that's it. Uh, I, think I think we hit so them all. Too. The next we week it. we're watching The Cauldron Part 1, which Maddie is already really confused about. Yeah, I was like, why is it called the cauldron? That sounds like a witch thing, but it's not. It's not. And Ryan says, because they're going to asteroid M. And Maddie says, what? <laughs> Are they going? Yeah, what? It, why? What? I think what it's is asteroid the M. a reference to? I mean, I know. Okay, it's going to be about Scott and Havoc. Maybe it's not actually asteroid M, but I remember them being in space. But I could be totally well, says, wrong about that. It says that. it's about Scott and Havoc and Magneto. So Magneto's in there. So maybe asteroid M is involved. Yeah, they're having a threesome. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's a threesome. Maybe there's, I don't know a space father coming in to crash a ship 
Oh man, like that'd that be happen. great. I don't know. I don't if that think ever Corsair's gonna be on this show. On this show. Um, well, I, what would have happened? I'm just thinking about like space plot lines. Well, me could, too. But unfold. like, what was gonna happen? Because they like, did show a clip at the end of season four. They're like, and then Jean was gonna turn into the Phoenix, and she was definitely in space. So it was like, are the X Men actually gonna go into space? We're incorporating that in this universe. Like, I honestly I don't, don't know what to expect. I think you can really do it at the current time because they're kids, and like the scope of the show is relatively small, which I think works really well for it. And, and having them suddenly go to space is like it's taking it from like zero to a thousand. I feel like this show wouldn't work if you added that like alien space element. I think if they had, I don't Alandra, even feel like Asteroid M would work. Like this is not a high stakes. Like this is not a show where they're calling the president on a blue phone or whatever. Like this just isn't that. Yeah, but the Asteroid M or whatever like is least orbiting Earth already. So like I can believe that kind of. But it's still like a it's like a geopolitical story about like thrill. It's 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 a much bigger story than like true six six teenagers at a high school being like oh no what if everyone finds out i'm gay like it's like okay yeah. now we have to worry about like <laughs> yeah nuclear like, war like what is the show doing can you, you imagine know? like the shiar on the show i would i see if they did that i kind of would want it would have to be like the little baby shiar girl whose name i forget it would have to be her whatever well, her name it could is. still be like lalantra i don't know a jandra jandra i'm thinking of jenga slash jandra and she would like be going to the high school being like, I'm an alien. I don't know. I, I think if they were on this show, I think they they would remove that alien aspect and maybe kind of do what sort of ultimate setup, but didn't do very well, which is like more like a cult that worshiped the Phoenix. And I thought that was good. Or they yeah. could just be more mutants that are just like cyberpunk kids. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I feel like they could have just had aliens. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. It had to be John. Dry. I was like, I'm like, it'd be Lalandra, but Lalandra has to like have sex with she Xavier. Has to be, yeah, she has to be an adult. Oh, God. Imagine how fucked up it would be if Lalandra was a child. But I mean, Xavier was still an adult on the show. That is the kind know. of weird shit this show might do that I'm glad they didn't did Didn't happen. I, I mean, there's already that moment that in the comic occur. books where Xavier's like, I always thought about like you, Jane. And we're like, okay, this is Barf. so bizarre go away yeah anyway that's this episode um we'll see you next time brian's gotta go check in on logan yeah Make he's sure having he's doing a panic okay. attack he destroyed the entire bedroom again i'm getting really tired he of that, says he's redecorating <laughs> yeah every single just... time logan says he's going home to going home to redecorate i quickly have to call somebody and ask them to remove all my stuff from the apartment so let's not do that <laughs> You know, you're so supportive of him, and I really respect that about you. Well, you're I, a great partner. Logan's like, Logan's like, actually, this. no, I don't remove my stuff from the apartment. I keep my stuff. Logan says he's going to redecorate. I go, okay, you go to your house and you do that there. <laughs> I think it's a good good move that you two aren't living together, by the way. I don't think you're ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Did you see me? It's me, Plucky. <laughs> <laughs>